0: How's everybody doing? Welcome to episode 8 of the Throw It Eat Podcast. It is January 22nd, 2021, Friday. And we're doing a little pre-conference championship show. And, and we're going to talk about the coaching carousel. We're going to get into all the NFL news of this week.
1: Yeah, I mean, like we said before, there's definitely a lot of news that goes around not in the upper echelon of stuff of the NFC AAC championship stuff. And um, yesterday, that's why I'm wearing this. The Eagles hired Colts offensive coordinator, 39-year-old Nick Serrani as their head coach.
0: Yeah. So now, so we're gonna we're gonna start probably with all this news and get into all the coaching carousel stuff, and then preview the conference yeah. championship games at the end of the show. So now the Eagles have hired a coach. Now the only head coach opening left is the Texans. I'll I'll, I'll let you take it away with your with your thoughts uh, on yeah. The so
1: it's a kind of interesting couple of weeks when um. I really haven't gotten a chance to talk about Doug and everything on this show since it happened live on the show. Um, Quick on Doug. uh, The whole reason, it's pretty obvious the reason Doug isn't around anymore is because he wanted to move on from Carson Wentz. And I think you have to understand Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie, they put over $100 million into this guy. Uh, Like, I understand that it's from an outside perspective. Why do you want to put more and more and more into that if it doesn't work? If If it's broke, it's broke. But, I mean, it's kind of a situation where they have to fix it, I think. And um, if Doug Peterson didn't want to fix it, uh, that meant he was gone. And, uh, obviously, uh, a lot of respect to him. He gave us the Super Bowl, so that is what it is. But um, over the last couple of weeks, we've hired, we've um, interviewed, like, 10, 15 different guys that, like, span from people who have little experience. We interviewed Gerard Mayo. Like, we, we interviewed a lot of guys. Yeah, um, so about a week ago
0: it- – kind of looked like they were about to hire Josh McDaniels. I
1: think I went on record and saying the next show we have is going to be Josh McDaniels and I that was a very Eagles hire to my opinion it really looked like they were going to hire Josh McDaniels. And then once they started um interviewing a couple guys more they they got another interview with Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator and a former Boise State offensive coordinator for the Cowboys, former Boise State quarterback. So I thought maybe they'd go that direction. Yeah, maybe
0: Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore, I believe, got offered uh the head coaching position at Boise State to replace Brian Harson, who went to yeah. Auburn, and he turned it down. So yeah. which probably makes you think he thinks he's gonna get an NFL job soon. I think
1: he will. I think if you look at the way the Cowboys offense was in the first five or six weeks if before Dak went out, um they were doing things. But um yeah, um Deuce Staley, who's uh Eagles fans know he's a uh like a local legend, everybody loves the guy. Uh, he was a running back from '97 to 2003, I believe, and has been on the staff for a while. It was pretty much between him and McDaniel's. And Then I think it was Monday or Tuesday. I got a I got a notification that Nick Serrani was hired. I was um, uh, interviewing for the job, and I thought, oh my god, we're gonna hire or interview some more guys. Turns out he's the guy. And um, first reaction to it was, I'm not gonna lie. Like, what do I like before doing any research? I don't know anything about this guy other than the fact that he's the Colts um offensive coordinator. And I kind of like that. I kind of like the fact that I'm not that I don't have any expectations going into it where I would have with a McDaniels, where I would have with a Deuce Staley who's been in the offense for so many years. Um, my then my first um reactions to what he's done, he came into the Colts situation the year Andrew Luck was hurt after that. They were 30th on offense and they moved to eighth or no to 14th. Now they're like eighth, eleventh, and those certain years they've had a good offense. Um one thing I really like is the fact that he went from Luck to Brissett to Rivers, and they've had good offenses with all of them. Um, he's worked on – he worked under Rivers five different years. He was also the quarterback's coach with Frank Reich, which is another a whole other story. Um, we let Frank Reich go in 2017, and then after we won the Super Bowl – I mean, it wasn't really our call. We'd love to keep him around – And the next best thing, I guess, is to hire the offensive coordinator. Instead of Wentz going to um, Indy, we brought Indy to Wentz. But um, he worked with Frank Reich in the past for many years. He worked with um, Phillip Rivers. And I saw a stat, three of Rivers' five most accurate seasons, he was coached by um, Serrani. So I think every GM's looking for the next offensive mind and that's young. Again, he's 39 years old. I, I like the hire. I like the higher. I I think it's very obvious this is a Wentz hire. This is –
0: Yeah, this is definitely one that that screams that the Eagles' ownership still believes in Carson Wentz and and wants to kind of try again with him, which, you know, you can say what you want about it, but we'll see what happens with with Jalen Hurts. I mean, at this point, I don't think you trade either of them, but you could probably get a first-round pick for Jalen Hurts.
1: Maybe. I I agree, though, you don't trade either of them, because here's the thing, like I just mentioned about a minute ago – Before, if Wentz doesn't work with Serrani, it's not over for Serrani because we've seen in the past, he went from Luck to Brissett to Rivers, and we had three really competitive Colts teams and good Colts offenses around them. So I think if Wentz doesn't work, we can try to figure out Hurts. If not, I guess Serrani doesn't work. But here's the deal. This is kind of Howie Roseman's uh, last shot. I think you were either going to rebuild this year or you were gonna right and I agree with riding the ship. You have too much money invested in eleven. You have too much money that we've invested in this current team. Let's try to retool and make it work. If not, we'll rebuild. the The contrary to that would have been rebuild right now. At least try to make what you have work. Um, we're in a really tough division. I know the division was really crummy this year, but it's not going to be going forward.
0: Yeah, we'll say- we were we were saying just before that. It looked like they were going to hire McDaniel's. I read a report this morning. So after they hired Serrani, obviously, that maybe one of the reasons why McDaniel's didn't get up, get, didn't get end up, didn't end up getting hired was because he's not very personable. And he's not, you know, he's not the most charismatic guy, which, by the way, is about the least surprising thing I've ever heard about Josh McDaniels. Uh, So, I mean, maybe he's not going to be a head coach at at any point unless, you know, he hangs around until Belichick's actually gone. I don't I don't think that there's going to be anyone else who would be more deserving of the job at that point. But I don't know. It seems like McDaniels is not thought of very highly around league circles, maybe as much as we thought.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, to be honest, once I saw that we interviewed McDaniels, I was kind of surprised because he's kind of been out of the carousel for a while, kind of I since want, I wanted the Eagles to hire McDaniels, honestly, I would have wanted a
0: new offensive coordinator, but
1: I think, um, back with McDaniels, I think he kind of got a, a, a rough ship in Denver around 2009 and 10 He Kyle Orton was the starting quarterback. Like, come on. But at the same time, um, I don't think that he should be at the top of people's uh, coaching, you know, lists. But, I, again, I, I think we weren't going to hire someone that wasn't going to be Howie Roseman's yes-man. Like, and it's kind of obvious that Nick Cerrone is going to be. I don't know if McDaniels was willing to do that, but the Eagles want to control everything, you know? It, the second that Doug Peterson wanted to start or play Jalen Hurts or whatever, I mean, Howie and Lurie, they have their own agenda, and that's just the way it is. There's nothing I can do about it, nothing – the fan base can do about it i just hope it works so, so this kind of screams to me the whole serrani scenario
0: yeah i mean and we'll keep an eye on on the eagles for for the next couple of years to come because obviously Serrani's going to be around there for a while i i think it's probably a pretty safe bet that carson wentz if he's healthy is going to be the starter week one absolutely but probably uh it's about all all to say about the Eagles move on to a, another mess. Yeah. Now uh,
1: last thing, uh, Nick Sirianni. this all, all this really means to me is that's the name I'm going to be screaming at my TV for X amount of years. So. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So, uh, so Deshaun Watson and the Texans, we talked about it a little bit last show. There hasn't been much of an update in terms of, uh, you know, any, Potential trade partners, or obviously now they're the one team who has yet to hire a head coach. If I'm predicting how this is going to go, I think the Texans are going to end up hiring Eric Bieniemy, and I do think that Watson is going to end up staying.
1: I think that's best. That's best case scenario for them.
0: I mean, obviously it's best case scenario, but you know, initially, Watson, you know, for Watson, Bieniemy was like his his coach of choice, and uh, that's they didn't
1: interview only way you keep him is to hire they
0: they didn't even interview him at first now about a week later they they did interview him uh i don't really know how it works with obviously he's still coaching he's the only candidate that's still coaching the enemy is so
1: dable has said he's staying by the way ps so he's not i did not see
0: that okay well so not he probably wasn't gonna get the texans job anyway but that is interesting that that dable's staying it'll be that's a big win for buffalo honestly. but yeah, I mean, if you want to keep Deshaun Watson, you hire Eric bien That's probably the only way at this point.
1: I think the really interesting thing about the Watson situation that um, we really haven't talked about, this is, we're transitioning into a period where I think if this happened 10 years ago, the media and fans would be like, why is Watson being ungrateful? He has this big deal, etc." Now we're saying, no, 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 they wronged him. They had they had all this going for them and they completely soiled the situation situation around him. And really the only scenario was hiring his guy. Now I honestly think for both Watson and Bienemy, the stay away from the Texans. Like I, I think the uh, could probably get better jobs next season. I mean, obviously co- coaching Deshaun Watson as an offensive coach is better than most jobs that you're going to get. However, the Texans are a mess outside of Deshaun Watson and I don't know how curable it's going to be like the enemy would be a great hire. Let's let's, I mean, you look at the offense he has and the, the amount of weapons they have in there. And we mentioned on the last show that Mahomes has really found his way distributing it to not only a Kelsey, to not only a Hill to the rest of the offense. And he's obviously got a lot of credit to do with that as well as Andy Reid. But ah, this Texan situation is just a mess. I, I I'm, I don't remember the last time I've seen a team just be completely bashed on by the media where it's like they are a mess.
0: Yeah, and, you know, again, I just said it, but, like, if you're the Texans, you have to want to keep Watson, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. If Watson wants to leave, Watson wants to leave, but you have to do everything in your power to keep him, especially when you're not going to get another Deshaun Watson.
0: And here and here's the thing, like, you know, the B enemy is probably the I don't think either of us are particularly high on Bienemy as a head coaching candidate just because, you know, Andy Reid kind of runs that offense, so we don't know actually how much I mean
1: I I, I I just said I was a Nick serrani fan and he doesn't he didn't call plays either. So
0: I mean, yeah, so fair fair enough, but you know, I, I think we can probably both agree that in terms of available candidates out there, Bienemy is probably the best one available. So hundred yeah, percent. I mean at I, this point, I think if the you know,
1: enemy, I think it's more of a deal if that the enemy needs to want that job. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if he does, I, 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 mean, I just still have such a
0: hard time believing that the Texans are gonna be willing to part with a franchise quarterback like that. I think they're gonna do everything they can to keep him, and I think it's gonna end up with it end with Eric Bienemy as the head coach of the Houston Texans because I don't think he's gonna turn the job down now you don't think so we both we but no but we both agree he probably should cuz if you look at the jobs that are likely have a chance to be available next year there's some better jobs cowboys maybe there's I'd almost bet my life that Matt Nagy is not going to be the coach of the Bears after next year. I think he, I think Matt Nagy is, is one you can keep your eye on for the first firing of next year in like mid season. Yeah. If, if yeah. they
1: start like one in three, one and four. Yeah. He's,
0: gone. Uh, yeah. he's going to be gone. He's firmly on the hot seat to start the season, but even a team like the Vikings, Mike Zimmer, you know, they struggled this year. They could move on. I like Mike Zimmer a lot, but they could move on from him. If they struggle again,
1: there are better jobs to be had than I the, think the, the Bengals. Could because because they're not. I mean, I, I've heard you know, I know Bengals fans and whatnot, people aren't the biggest fans of Zach Taylor. Maybe he turns around, but say he doesn't, you have a third year Joe Burrow. You have, you know, presumably they've gotten an offensive tackle in there and um, they have other really good pieces. I think that's a good job, too. There are a lot of jobs that could ha- open up in the future, and it's not like Eric is in a terrible situation now. He's 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 got the yeah, best, yeah, he could he could hang out very easily coach another year in Kansas city Mm -hmm. and then get a job
0: next year. You mentioned the Bengals. Uh, I don't, you know, I know, I know Bengals fans might be that high on Zach Taylor, but I think Bengals ownership is really high on Zach Taylor. I I think they like him a lot from everything I've heard. So, uh, you know, unless next year is again, you know, with a healthy borough is just an absolute disaster again for the Bengals. You know, if they can win five or six games, I think you'll probably see that Zach Taylor back for at least, but again,
1: that job might open. It could. And if it does open, it's better than this Texan job with or without Watson.
0: I mean, I definitely agree with that. That's just an example of one that I don't believe personally will be open next year, but you know I think the oh. ultimate
1: I think you have um you gotta put the enemy who's the guy that the Texans just ha- hired the Patriots, um Nick Cassiero. Yeah, the enemy and Watson into a room and they gotta say if this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen, the three of us together. Because you can't have one without the other at this point.
0: Yeah, so I wonder how much you know. Because obviously it's a new general manager and Nick Cassiero, I wonder how much he's actually spoken to Watson at all, if at all.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean,
0: I mean, you've have seen the reports all week that Deshaun Watson's just straight up not returning their phone calls and stuff like that. So maybe they haven't spoken at that's
1: all. Crazy. Much. Yeah, I, I. Five years ago, if someone yeah. were to do that, everybody would be bashing them. And I it's think
0: it's a new era. It's a new era. In terms, uh, um, and I
1: agree with it. I mean, Watson deserves more than he's been given. I mean, what we look in into of, uh, What is that?
0: Like just in terms of player empowerment and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's just like absolutely we're, – we're worlds different than, than we would have been five or ten years ago. I mean, and it's not just football. Obviously, this is a football podcast, so we'll keep it on football. But, you know, sports in general, I think yeah. you've seen so many athletes just – more willing to kind of speak out, and whether it be a social justice type of thing, or what we're seeing with Watson now—not that he's coming out into the media and speaking out against the Texans—but you know, yeah, we have all this access, so you know, we have a pretty decent idea as to as to what is going on over there. I
1: mean, he's also been the—I the, the, was at a two, now I'm at a ten. We all know what that's about. That tweet. Um, yeah, I, we all know that Watson's unhappy right now, and he should be. He's an MVP quarterback that went four and twelve because his roster was a disaster, um, and the coaching situation. With again,
0: but again, let's not forget to mention he probably had his best year of his career this year.
1: In an MVP season, he had an MVP caliber season. I mean, it yeah. he wasn't better than Rodgers, but put that season in a lot of other seasons, he might be the MVP.
0: Yeah, absolutely. To put him on another
1: team, he might be the MVP.
0: I mean, other than that, unless you have any more thoughts on, on the Texans situation, the absolute mess that – My final is thought the Houston
1: Texans. Can you, can you believe they had a three-score lead in the AFC Divisional round? A year ago, yeah. It, it's it's really almost unbelievable to,
0: to think that, how quickly there is turnaround in the NFL. And, you know, I think that kind of speaks a lot to Bill O'Brien's abilities as a coach. Again, GM Bill O'Brien, we – neither of us nor any Houston Texans man is a supporter of, but anybody. Have, Bill we've, O'Brien's we've now, at Alabama, I know that was news kind of in the past couple of weeks. We've now officially hired Bill O'Brien as the new offensive coordinator, which I'm pretty happy about. Uh, but yeah, but he's a good coach. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely have absolutely no issues with that hiring. I'll put my faith in Saban in terms of uh, offensive staff hirings. But other than that, Moving on to the next team that just hired a coach, the New York Jets, who yeah, I guess by record, I, I guess by record you could say we're more of a dumpster fire than, than the Texans this year. That's but I certainly around. like the Jets going forward more than I do the Texans.
1: That's gonna turn around big time. Don't forget they have a lot of cap room. Robert Saleh is a great coach. I mean, he's a great hire. That's one of the guys. Talk about a enemy this year, Robert Saleh last year. When he didn't get a job, there was a lot of outcry. I remember Richard Sherman was not happy about that, who played on his defense um I think this is this is a this is a change in direction for the Jets and I almost think and I've been a Darnold guy and I know you're not um I've been saying give Darnold this give Darnold that give him a chance one if you can go get a Watson they have the cap do it two I think we might be in a sit- scenario with the Jets where it's it's a changing of the guard it's a um it's a new era it's a new leadership new everything um I'm excited for them I think this is a great hire
0: they seem pretty poised to move into this new era with probably Sam Darnold at quarterback. Um, I don't know if you were going to, if you're going to look for a new quarterback, I don't know. I thought, I, I think Sal is a great coach and I actually think he'll do a good job for the jets. I just thought it was a little weird. I thought they would hire an offensive guy.
1: Um, that I agree with, but we'll see what staff he can bring in.
0: Yeah. I think, I do think they'll hold on to Sam Darnold. Um, Maybe There's a take, lot they can
1: do there. Maybe take a can
0: there do. A second. We'll see how much uh, input Salah has in terms of uh, draft situation this year and roster construction. Probably not. Long. The yeah, so, um, yeah, I think it's a good hire, and I I think he's going to bring kind of a culture change that, that the Jets have been needed for needing for a long, long, long time. Yeah. And so in that sense, I think it's a great hire. But, again, at the same time, We'll see. We'll see how much Darnold can pro- progress under a new era that you know obviously is going to be defensively focused.
1: It's going to be a no nonsense era, I think. Which I, which is, I mean, coming the the shift of the person that I mean, again, we're not in these locker rooms, we're not in the meetings, we've we've never met any of these people personally, but we can see what you see out of Robert Solid versus what you see out of Adam Gase. You can see um, this guy's more no nonsense. This guy's a yeah, lot. It's.
0: it's- Kind of uh, the opposite of Adam Gase this year, and they, they kind of went to as far away from Adam Gase as they could. So I guess they did a good thing in that sense.
1: But which is I don't know. We we saw. will that down the line, but we'll get to that later. Uh, as teams just kind of go in the opposite of where they were before.
0: If Dollar can come in, and they have they have some some talent on the defensive side of the ball. The Jets. Absolutely. Yeah, they were one of the wor- one of the worst rosters in the league, but. Definitely stronger defensively than offensively right now, mm-hmm. uh, and you know if, A lot if of Salah can get them to play, if Salah can get them to play an awesome brand of shutdown defense, like he was able to do in in San Francisco, you might not need Darnold to be all that great. To win games.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I think this is um, a, this is going to be a few years. You might not see them win now. You might not see them win next year. But I think you're going to see the culture change. You're going to see them play harder for each other. Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm excited for the Jets' future. I don't think this is again. This is not a this. Nothing's really going to change now in terms of on the maybe they'll win four games. But yeah, this is not a move that
0: that screams. First year success immediately. This will definitely be a process for them.
1: Yeah, but I, I, I love the hire. I, I got, I got not much more else to say. I
0: definitely that. don't have anything strongly negative to say about the hire. I, I just thought it was a little bit strange that they went in that direction. But you know, it, I think it'll, I think it'll work out for them. So I'll, I'll, I'll grade. It, uh, it, let, let, let's it, grade the hires. Let's, let's, let's grade the hires. I'll give. Uh, I have to go back. Um, I'll give the Eagles a B. I'll
1: give uh, the Eagles I a B. A- B B, minus. You them- B yeah, minus. B
0: B minus. I'll give,
1: I'll give the Jets for now. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll stick at B because I have again. I don't know. I don't know this. It, Saul is Saul is an A. That's a, That's a. It's a great hire. It's an A for me.
0: We'll see. Well, again, the only thing that that keeps me from an A on that would be, what do you do with Sam Darnold at this point? So I'll give it a B plus for now. Move on to another team, the Chargers, which who, is another surprise. Another- yeah, another kind, kind of the exact same situation—not the exact same situation, but another team with a young quarterback. That obviously, I think Herbert is more secure as the guy in LA than than Darnold is in New York. But it's another one where you thought, "Wow, they'd probably it probably would make sense for them to go in an offensive direction." And here they go hiring the defensive coordinator from who was the best defense in the league this year, and uh, Brandon. Steele.
1: I I did I did a little research on Brandon Staley over the past few days. I saw a video of Jalen Ramsey just sitting on his couch talking about how this is one of the smartest people he's played, he's played for and with. Uh, he thinks he's going to be a great head coach, and that's high praise from probably your most talented corner in the league. Um, I I think this is a great hire. He's he's kind of made his rounds. He was with the Bears recently, and then obviously the Rams and one other team I can't remember off the top of my head. All had good defenses. Um, there's, this guy has a lot of high praise. So yeah,
0: Brandon Staley is a guy, obviously the Rams defensive coordinator this year. Sean McVay brought him in because he was able to – when he was with the Bears and Vic Fangio, they were one of the only teams that scheme-wise gave Sean McVay so many headaches in terms of being able to stop that offense. And Sean McVay went out and said, wow, I'm going to get me a guy who knows how to stop my offense. And you saw how it worked out for them this year. They had the best defense in the league.
1: And you know what's interesting? I for The one team I forgot was the Broncos. So he's been working with Vic Fangio for a while yeah. now.
0: Vic Fangio is uh, certainly, you could say, one of the best defensive coaches in the league.
1: Which is another job that might be, Um, he might get scapegoated. I think he's a great coach, but he might get scapegoated in a Denver. Oh, uh,
0: Broncos job next year? Yeah, that could be an open job next year we'll see what happens. I, that's another kind of mess. I don't know what they're going to do with drew lock this year. Cause he showed kind of nothing this year, yeah. which, you know, obviously it hurt that Cortland Sutton was out for the season. And it probably stunted the development of Jerry Judy a little bit, having to face the number one corner every single week. But again, at the same time, lock was not good this year. So we'll see what, they, we'll see what they do, but that's another job that certainly could be open the following year, but keeping it on the chargers, I guess maybe they're thinking
1: Justin Herbert doesn't need much coaching up. No. I mean, they have – let's not forget they're, they're getting a lot of pieces back on that defense next year, and there are – that is a great defense um, personnel-wise. I, I, I've always said, like, there's something away. I probably mentioned it on the show multiple times. The Chargers are just something away from winning games. And, the, like, hopefully for them it's this. Um, we, we, speaking of the Chargers, this is kind of off um, – the Brandon Staley thought uh Philip Rivers retired the other day.
0: Yeah, we, we would be remiss not to mention
1: old Philly. Yeah. Um, love Philip Rivers. I think of uh, his competitive nature is uh something that the sport not misses, but will miss because he's like such a competitor. If you see any of the press conferences him talking about, just like giving up, not giving up, but letting the game go. He's very um you can tell he's very emotional about it and
0: yeah, just- he's He's a guy in Philip Rivers who's got an interesting Hall of Fame resume, you could say, uh, because if you're just looking at the numbers, he's not going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. No chance. I I do think he'll. I do think he has a good chance to get in eventually. But numbers wise, he's right there with Big Ben and Eli. You, Big Ben and Eli are going to be Hall of Famers. Obviously,
1: he doesn't have Eli the same is not, Eli's not a Hall of Famer without the Super Bowls.
0: Obviously, but Obviously. he's going to be one. He's um, going to be one for sure. Is Big Ben uh, a Hall of Famer without the Super Bowls? probably not it's i think big ben without the super bowls is about what philip rivers is in terms of right ballot.
1: so that's the thing you don't have the super bowls here
0: i per, i person again i've said he's definitely not first ballot i do think he'll get in eventually just because you know he was kind of an era defining quarterback in terms of for me and you growing up watching football
1: yeah he was he, um
0: one of those very few guys that has been around for so long and again numbers wise better than big ben Better than Eli, definitely has a chance at the Hall of Fame.
1: I hope so. I hope he makes it. And I, I'm, I'm a big Philip Rivers fan. I've I always have been. Again, I love the way he competes. I, I he, I, I he, There was something that he he said, and I put it out on my Instagram. It was like how he. No matter what, he didn't care if he threw his third interception of the day in his 20th of the year on 4th and 18 because he just wanted to go out there and win. That's something that I think that the, the sport is going to miss and will miss because there's a lot of people who, you know, care about their stats and whatnot. Phil just wanted to win, um, never got it done, but I, 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 I hope, I hope Philip Rivers makes it in the Hall of Fame.
0: Rivers is a guy who's he's uh, he's Alabama through and through. He's from Decatur, Alabama. He's probably going to come back and coach high school football in Alabama. I think really? that's like, that's the hot rumor that everyone's really? been saying. Yeah,
1: which so, would be awesome. I think um, Rivers, um, ESPN. I again may have mentioned ESPN needs to make some calls. And
0: yeah, uh, yeah he, he's one of the most charismatic guys we've ever seen in the league. I mean, if you watch a Philip Rivers mic'd up video, it's just great entertainment
1: yeah it's just like sound effects philip rivers is the best entertainment so
0: yeah, I, I yeah if i'm espn i'm making a call to philip rivers and i'm writing him a blank check before he starts dominant before he starts uh, his own powerhouse high school alabama football program and doesn't want to announce if- I, w- I would get on that quickly if i were espn what if,
1: what if 10 years down the line alabama goes and uh, brings in rivers to replace Safe?
0: her replace Saban. I mean, couldn't you – can't you just see that, though, Philip Rivers way, coaching, football, coaching high school football in Alabama and he's going to build a powerhouse and he's going to win five straight state titles? I, I, I can just see that.
1: I'm surprised. Now I'm just I'm really, really off track here. Why didn't – because so, so like Alabama in 2000, which is when I believe he started his NC State career, Alabama was not Alabama today. Then they they went through some some uh, hiccups. I'm surprised he didn't go and play there.
0: Yeah, I don't know what kind of offers he had, but I I, I would think That's maybe insane. he probably he probably had a shot. Yeah. So I again I don't know what he was looking at, but yeah, he's an Alabama man, and I think he'll probably be returning home in retirement. So we'll see. We'll we'll keep an eye on Phillip and see what he's up to in a couple of years. But keeping it back on the head coaching hires. Yeah, Brandon Staley. I, I give this one a B plus as well. I'll give him the same grade as Sala and the Jets, just because. Yeah, he's definitely a proven defensive coach, but we'll see if it really,
1: stops. really. I mean, he's 38. so I guess Saranis 39. Uh, he just kind of got a baby face, so you think he's younger than he is. Um, no, I, I, I like the hire. I, I think that again, we're. This is. Um, I don't know how old Robert Sala is. He can't be any any older than 40. So we're in this um, era now where we're hiring really young head coaches and some are, some are going to stick, some aren't. Uh, I like to hire a lot. Uh, I'd give it a B plus two. I don't know as much about him as I know about Robert Sala, who I I, I think – Sala is coming in to do a bigger job where he has to change the whole culture. Yeah. I don't think there's a bad – I mean – everybody around la loved anthony lynn he just wasn't all that good of a football coach it was yeah. really the deal I, I don't think it's a culture
0: problem with with the chargers it's literally a winning problem yeah winning. So.
1: robert yeah. twenty one. so there you go um but yeah i i think um this is a good hire i'm excited for what the chargers are gonna do that division which actually the eagles do play next season that's a tough division
0: yeah, we'll see what happens to the Raiders. We were talking about coaches that could be, could have opened. On jungle. the low. Because on the could, low. Yeah. Keep an eye out if the Raiders, you know, obviously they were had a great start to the season and then kind of pittered off towards the end and lost to the, or almost lost to the Jets. Should have lost to the Jets.
1: Lost to yeah. the Jets, but were given the win.
0: Yeah. Lost to the Jets, but were given the win would be the right way to say that. So, you know, if the Raiders struggle again next year, I think you could definitely see Gruden on the hot seat. It's hard to fire a guy who you gave a 10-year, $100 That's the only thing.
1: Are they going to – do they guarantee – is that – I,
0: I, I really have no idea how it works in terms of coaches. Obviously, it doesn't count against the salary cap. So, I mean, you could spend whatever you want. Uh, so, if I'm going to struggle is again next year, maybe think about cutting your losses and, and finding the next guy because i'm not a big fan of gruden as a coach i think he's a little bit overrated
1: i i i love john gruden as john oh, i like
0: yeah no i like him i'm just talking about like if he if he's one of the better coaches in the league which i don't think he is at this point
1: point. this he might be a little where we're again going to this young era of young yeah. offensive mind. i made the joke whenever whenever a gm hears young offensive mind that they kind of freak out um He's kind of in, like, the 90s or, like, the early 2000s in terms of his coaching. You can kind of tell, again, we're not in these rooms and whatnot, but he's, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens with Gruden, but that uh, that could be a job that opens up with a good roster and personnel and two quarterbacks. So
0: yeah, I, I do like that Raiders, so let's see what happens if, if Gruden is, is holding them back or if really they kind of just peaked this year and that was as good as we're going to see out of this Raiders team. But I don't think that's the case. I like Derek Carr a lot. Uh, so, I I think you could potentially see Gruden on the hot seat next year, but we got a little sidetracked there. Awesome I
1: think we, good storylines, like we always say.
0: We both gave the uh the Chargers a B plus. We'll move on, we'll move on to the next team, which is the Jaguars, and they this hired high, guy,
1: like uh, the most
0: high profile hiring in this
1: cycle. Which I want to say before we get into this, um, which I kind of forgot to mention, the Eagles and the Chargers kind of went low profile. Like mm-hmm. they they would hire like interview all these guys and they hired you know etc. Urban Meyer is as luxury as red carpet as you can get as a head coaching hire for. Uh,
0: yeah, and I remember reading before they hired him that he wanted something like ten or twelve million a year. Again, it doesn't count against the salary cap, so I don't. It's really just however much the owner is willing to spend. I think
1: Sad Khan, who also owns a soccer team out in. Uh, I believe he owns Cardiff City, which is in Wales, um, has all the money <laughs> he can afford it. So, uh,
0: I think it's a home run hire for the Jags, as much as I dislike Urban Meyer.
1: Um, I think we'll see. I'm I actually- think he's given a there, – there's a lot there. Like, well,
0: I, what I'm thinking is, obviously, you're starting with Trevor Lawrence, obviously. I mean, who who better to bring in?
1: when you have when you have a bunch of money you have Trevor Lawrence you're going to be bringing in you have chark um some someone that people kind of um don't bring up a lot when they talk about the Jaguars future and they should uh Lavisca Chenault had a good year yeah,
0: he had a good year too they they have, they have a good young receiving court. it's not just uh Chenault and Chark they also have a guy like Keelan Cole a guy like yeah. a uh DD Westbrook even has has had a couple of decent years for him so yeah the Jags again it's not a situation where you're working with nothing at all
1: no absolutely not and And um,
0: I I, I think if you're a team like you know the Jets or even the Texans probably Urban Meyer wouldn't be the best guy to bring in I I think you kind of need to have something at least established there I don't think Urban Meyer is at this point in his coaching career is looking to completely build a team from the ground up
1: which I guess you kind of are here. By the way, Saad Khan owns Fulham, not Carter City. i double-check on that. But anyway, um, you kind of are in terms I mean, of – I mean, look, I'm not going to sit here and say the Jag – I mean, they they went 1-15 this year. They're not like a good – But you have all the tools possible to make it you, – you're, you're, you're not gimped by not having a draft pick. You're not gimped by having a bad quarterback. Exactly. You have everything. And don't forget, they have a lot of good pieces on their – young pieces on their defense too. They still have a Josh Allen. Not the not the guy throwing touchdowns, the guy's defensive end. You still have uh, Caleb on Chase on, you still have Miles Jack. So there's um and who else they had the uh Florida cornerback come in. Um uh Grimes. Either Grimes I believe not
0: uh, not Grimes. Uh I, I can't remember his name, but he, he was a rookie this past year. Henderson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. CJ yeah. Henderson. Yeah. CJ Henderson. He was one of their top picks as well. Yeah, it
1: was the ninth overall pick. So there's a lot to desire with the jaguars in terms of that in terms of that job i think it's also another thing that's kind of underrated here uh, you're yeah you're an nfl head coach so you have a microscope on you no matter where you play it's not like um the florida panthers are playing in the middle of nowhere in florida this is the nfl i mean no, i love hockey but you know this is the nfl so people are going to have a microscope on you however you know, it's, it's, there's not a lot of pressure. The, the the Duval, you know, isn't gonna get on your back if you're not winning 15.
0: It's not a, it's not a ton of pressure. You know, it's kind of kind of a relaxed, laid back fan base more so than than some of the other ones in the league. But again, you know, I I think this was a situation where they went out and said, I want the best guy at coaching football, and I think they hired the best guy at coaching football.
1: At least the best resume. We, we, we well, really
0: yeah, think. I mean. I,
1: here's another thing let's guys. not forget I, i'm looking at his um pedigree right here right here he's 56 years old this is his first nfl job period so yeah. um we don't know if he's going to translate
0: Your college success doesn't automatically translate in the nfl we've seen plenty of go- college guys flame out you know saban wasn't terrible with the
1: dolphins but three- learn more about that this week it's funny you uh, mentioned that i think a lot of us have where Saban went ten and six. They didn't yeah. let him bring in Drew Brees, I believe, is who he wanted to bring in oh six. Yeah. He went to the Saints. And I don't remember who their quarterback was. It might be uh it wasn't Pennington because he came in after. Whoever it was got hurt.
0: That oh, one up.
1: Um, yeah, whoever it was got hurt, and uh you know, the scapegoat was no, I don't think did he get fired? Did he or did he just
0: No, uh, he he I maybe it was a mutual parting of ways, but he he didn't get fired. He he could have Stayed with the yeah, because they have a job, which is clearly the better job. You know what his record against Belichick was in his two years? Is
1: he 2-0? 2-2. 2-2. 2 Oh, there you go. Um I'm just kind of looking here to see who their quarterback was because I am uh, – Joey Harrington.
0: Okay, yeah, so I'm giving the Jags an A for this hire. Maybe it won't work out. Maybe I'll end up being wrong. But, again – I think Urban Meyer was the best name out there, and it if is. he wanted an NFL job, I yeah. would yeah. be hired, happy to hire Urban Meyer as my team's head coach again. As much as I dislike him, because I do not like Urban Meyer at all, <laughs> but this is yeah. great, and I think it's I actually and I do and I think it's going to work out. I think it's going to work out for them too.
1: I think there's too much good going on there for it not to work out.
0: I mean, something something would have to there'd have to
1: be an absolute that disaster. Was like James Robinson has to not be that special. He has to, there's gotta be a lot to happen. This is a team on the rise. Maybe again, not next year. You have a rookie Lawrence.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're it is, on, it, is
1: it, it is a given Trevor Lawrence is their quarterback. Like it is a given. It's, it now they're be-
0: definitely on the rise. Again, we said they went one in 15 this year, but I do think that they're a lot better than a one in 15 team. Obviously with a quarterback, they're way better than a one in 15 team. But I think you could look to – I think probably best case scenario for the Jags next year would be like a seven and nine,
1: which would be which amazing. I don't think is impossible at all. It's not impossible. One and two. Like imagine that turnaround.
0: Yeah. Uh, so again, I really like the Urban Meyer hire. I think it'll work out. I'm giving him an A. I'll
1: give. I'll, and, I don't want to have the same ratings. I'll give it an A too. There's, there's really what, what can you, what can you say?
0: Yeah, I don't know what you could really nitpick about this one. So.
1: I'm I'm other than that he, that he hasn't coached in a few years and doesn't have NFL yeah. experience, I mean he's he's a football coach. He knows what he's doing.
0: I'm thinking five and eleven, six and ten. for the I think it's,
1: I'm, I'm I'm thinking somewhere from the four and twelve to six and ten range. Um, are worst they case
0: scenario, worst case scenario should be four and twelve.
1: Yeah, if they're worse than that, I mean it's kind of beyond their personnel.
0: Yeah. So. We're, uh. That's about all I got on Urban Meyer. Yeah, we can um. Uh, for the next a
1: way team. different hire
0: yeah kind of we were talking about opposite hirings earlier kind of the polar opposite of urban meyer and dan campbell with the lions now he i actually forgot this until today he was an interim head coach with the dolphins i think it was in 2015 yeah i read today and then since then he's been in new orleans as their i guess assistant head coach and tight ends coach and he played tight end in the nfl i believe yeah
1: um to to your point of opposite coaches i think the lions saw what matt patricia was trying to build you know the whole brady 2.0 you know whatever
0: i think a lot of guys
1: get that leave the that leave the
0: belichick coaching tree get caught up in that trap of trying to be belichick in their new place and it literally has never worked out and never will work out
1: no um i think that they saw dan campbell he's fun I mean, if you guys have seen any of the Dan Campbell stuff, uh, the um, his like nameplate says "the dude next to head coach." It's also uh, yesterday with the whole you're, "they're going to beat us down and we're going to get up and uppercut him in the chin." He's fun. He's a player's guy,
0: yeah, and 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 bite their kneecaps
1: off. Yeah, you know, bite their kneecaps not. off, then bite their other kneecap off, and we'll be the last one standing. Um someone, I couldn't I couldn't remember who it was, but uh, someone was like. Uh,
0: Dan Campbell thinks he's actually coaching a pack of lions with that press conference. <laughs> yeah,
1: literally uh, what, what like I think um, again, what they saw was different from this whole um, Matt Patricia, you know, trying to make this Belichick 2.0 factory. Um, yeah,
0: so, all right. Well, we've now covered the, the fun aspect of it. Let's get into the football of it. I don't know much about it honestly, as, and you know, I know he,
1: he's been he five and seven of- as interim head coaches uh, for the Dolphins. Um, That's
0: pretty admirable head interim head coaching record. For yeah.
1: Sure. Um, I, when I, when I look at this and again, you said, let's get out of the fun of this. I mean, with his personality, when, when you see him talk, he's very um what you would desire either out of a gym teacher or out of like a coach you wanted in the nineties where it's like, we're going to beat you and we're going to beat you down and we're the toughest and, we, and we've mentioned this before every other team's looking at who's the smartest guy who's going to work with the quarterbacks who's going to get the grit best schemes <laughs> this guy just wants to bunge you in the mouth now here, here, here's the thing that I
0: would be a little bit wary of with the fun thing I, I don't know how that bite your kneecap attitude is going to go over if it's week 12 and you're sitting there at two and 10 you know yeah, yeah. so you know if it works it works and if they're winning games, then they're winning games, but I don't know how many games the Lions are going to win next year. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Stafford now that they've moved on to a new, I guess, administration. You so could call funny. it. It's
1: interesting now. you, you uh, mentioned that. I think we were, we were kind of both. And I think a lot of people were in agreement where it was, let's, if I'm the Lions, it's rebuild, rebuild, rebuild this team. Like let Stafford go. He's 32 now, I believe. And like, you know, um, I read a report that that they're that they're in the retooling. They want to retool. Like they are not. So I guess we get to see
0: another average year of Matthew Stafford in Detroit. How disappointing. But I mean,
1: let, 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 not average, because no, you know I actually like Matthew Stafford. I want him on the Patreon. I love Matthew Stafford. I just think in a weird way, Matthew like they have a they have a good offense. Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, T.J. Hawkins. They do it, I
0: believe. Galladay and Jones. Galladay is a free agent. Galladay is a free agent. Galladay definitely is. I think Jones is as well.
1: I think both of them would leave if they, you know, were smart.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm a little bit worried about. Dan. I mean, it could work out. It could work. Maybe he's a great offensive mind and can figure some things out for Stafford and, and stuff. But really, where they're where they've been a mess and continue to be a mess is on defense. If Matt, Patricia couldn't solve it, I don't know how, how much Dan Campbell's – Dan Campbell can bring in. I mean, I he's got to bring it. I mean, I don't know what kind of staff he's bringing in around him, but he's got to bring in
1: some defensive coordinator for sure. Probably will come out of that uh, Saints. He's been with the Saints for five years with the Dolphins for the previous um, stint of who's, – Who's the Saints defensive coordinator? Saints defensive coordinator.
0: I mean, I don't know how long he's been around there for, but Saints are a defense that been one of the top ten or so in the league for the last five years or so. You could say just pretty consistently solid. Pretty much since that shift of Drew Brees having to throw 500 yards a game to keep them in it, you know, they've played some good defense over the past half decade or so. So, I don't know who their defensive coordinator is, but
1: uh, maybe someone that – Stennis Allen. Stennis Allen. He's been there forever.
0: Okay, so, I – I don't know why he hasn't gotten any head coaching consideration but um
1: interesting you say that um their offensive coordinator has been there since 2009.
0: Yeah. And again, same thing, Sean Payton's been there too. I I don't know how much control he actually that, That's another
1: thing that I think people really need to realize about coaches. Like w- with a Pete Carmet Michael who's the Saints offensive coordinator and with a um their defensive coordinator. I think like that's a great job. You you're working around Sean Payton, you got a great offense, a great defense. Why are you leaving this job to go coach the Lions?
0: And probably fail. And yeah. probably
1: fail, and then you have it on your resume that you failed as an NFL head coach. It's going to be hard to get another job. I guess that uh, we can sit here and say that when we don't have a upwards of a million dollar check laying in front of us, but you know, I I, I think we yeah. need to not rush into these hires just for the I'm going to
0: co- give. I'm going to give the lions now, if it was just Dan Campbell with no interview, I I, I probably would have said, I'm going to give this like a C minus or maybe even a D plus, but I'll give him a C plus for this. I'm, I'm, I'm going
1: to stick with C. I, I, I don't, I don't know what, again, the whole smash mouth thing is great. I don't know how that's going to translate as a head coach in 2021. I, uh, the, I don't know much. Again, we don't really know too much about him. So I'm going to keep it at a, uh, See before we move on to uh, our last head coaching hire,
0: and maybe the most boring of the seven.
1: Definitely, I mean Arthur Smith. He's been with the he's been with the Titans since two thousand eleven. Um, interesting enough, he moved from defense to offense um, around that. Really? Team. Yeah, he was a def- defensive um, intern and administrative assistant, defensive quality control coach, and then the next year went to uh, offensive quality control coach. He's been there for about eight years, so he's an offensive guy. Uh, young, believe it or not, I don't know if you saw his like little interview, which was pretty awkward. He was just kind I, of uh, I
0: did. It was it was really, really weird. Yeah. Uh He's I did not I did not come out of that.
1: He's only 38. What you say? He's only 38 years old. Doesn't look 38.
0: No, it looks to I don't like- want to. I don't want pers- <laughs> to personally attack the guy. I don't know him, but he definitely doesn't look 38. And he I can't. I watched that whole little press conference he did from sitting on the I guess it was the practice field or whatever. Yeah. Just very very odd guy. I came out of that. I mean, I don't. I again, I have really no idea. I mean, other than Titans offense and what they've done for Ryan Tannehill, you so said he's been there since two thousand nine, which I didn't realize. I you know, other than what he's done for Ryan Tannehill, I don't really know much about him as as a as a coach, but. I didn't get a great feeling out of that presser. I think he might I it, it it almost seemed like what what I was saying earlier about McDaniels and why he didn't get a job it seems like Arthur Smith has that same problem. He has no <laughs> no personality whatsoever. I
1: I don't sit I'm sitting at a desk right now. I don't sit here someone on, on the other side and have a conversation with him with a guy like Arthur Smith that maybe he's bad at interviews. But I, I, I mean was, it was
0: like it was like the interviewer it was like the interviewer had to interview a brick wall
1: yeah and that's not how you uh, round up 53 grown men to uh you know
0: i'm just thinking like if i'm arthur blank the falcons owner and this is the guy who's presented to me in an interview like was he just spectacular in an interview but can't talk on tv I, i'm just saying what makes what made you hire this guy
1: I don't know. I mean, we're again, we're tearing him down, and we don't really know. I,
0: I know. I mean, we could, we we could look back at this in three years and say it was the best hire of the cycle. But
1: yeah. for now, I'm gonna sit here and give them a D. Just just because. Uh, I think what's interesting about this um, during, like you listened to it, so you heard this. He was kind of saying, "Oh, I did this, this, and that with Ryan Tannehill. Matt Ryan's a different quarterback, so they're they are sticking with Matt Ryan here. As of now.
0: Yeah, and I mean. Again, I don't – they're another team that I don't know who they hired at GM, but they fired uh, their GM, Thomas Dimitrov, midseason. So I don't know.
1: They're kind of in a weird I think. Yeah, I think the Falcons
0: are in a weird spot, and they have, what, the fourth pick?
1: They have the fourth pick, which I think should be a quarterback. And I, and, and I actually said this to a couple of people the minute I got the notification. Whoever I was with, I was like, well, that screams quarterback because he's an offensive guy. That screams I, I mean, if Justin
0: Fields is there at four, which I think he probably is gonna be. I know I've I've said a couple weeks ago that I think the Jets are gonna take Justin Fields at two. I'm just kind of starting to flip flop on that a little bit. I'll probably be back and forth on that all offseason, but if I were to predict it right now, I would say I would predict the Jets take Sewell at two, and then uh I don't know what the Bengals would do at three, but then just the four. Maybe a wide receiver. Um or not the Bengals, the uh the Dolphins, what I'll say. So the Bengals have the fifth pick, then I believe.
1: They definitely have the
0: fifth. Pick. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens there.
1: Uh, yeah, this this hire was a not flashy. B the guy is kind of weird. But C I don't know. What do I know? I mean the, well,
0: let me make an actual football point. That's not calling the guy awkward and weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would be concerned that. He's had Derrick Henry to kind of set the tone for his offense for the past, which he won't. Yeah, there's not another running back in the league that's Derrick Henry,
1: and Todd Gurley's not very. I think you've seen like there 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 will be fewer Todd Gurley seasons than you've seen. Like he's he he's at the peak of his he's you know on the downhill. He's reached his peak.
0: Um, yeah, I like I think you know,
1: Smith, but I, they're, they're, not, they're, they're certainly not Derrick Henry. He's got uh, – if they keep Julio Jones, they have Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley and Hayden Hurst. Yeah, again,
0: be interesting to see what they do moving into this new era because, you know, until they hired a coach, we've heard all this, they're probably going to look to rebuild and move on from Julio and move on from Matt Ryan. Now, again, we were saying this a couple weeks ago, whether Matt Ryan even wants to be that bridge quarterback option. I don't think he's really going to have much of a choice. I think that's what's going to happen. I think they're going to yeah. draft a guy early, and that this is probably going to be Matt Ryan's last year as the Falcons' quarterback.
1: Number two, and my, and, and maybe, him and Arthur Smith, be, you know, have this connection. And
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a chance. Like, you know, the Falcons were in a Super Bowl four years ago, and they had one of the best offenses in the league. And it's not like, yeah, the running back situation's a little bit different, and I'm sure there's been some turnover on on the line and such, but other than that you got all the same tools you had from a, one of the best offenses in the league that really should have won a Super Bowl. Uh yeah. I'm not complaining obviously, but you know, it's not like the tools it's not like you're working with nothing there at all. Yeah. You know, he was able they were able to get to a Super Bowl and it wasn't a Super Bowl on the back of their defense, it was a Super Bowl that they were scoring more points than than everyone. So I think you probably keep the same guys for at least year one and kind of let arthur smith figure out what he wants to do Yeah, because again
1: they they did win i think it was four or five games they they were better than that they have better off than that
0: they should uh, definitely draft the quarterback though
1: for sure i think so i i I, they'd be silly not to especially with the even
0: even in the best case scenario you got what maybe two more good years out of matt ryan
1: and i mean what he got drafted i'm not sure
0: i'm not sure he's probably like 34 35 but you know he's starting to decline a little bit already i mean matt ryan i think i've made this point on the show before if you watch the falcons this year he's like the most sackable quarterback in the nfl
1: (laughs) not very mobile he's 35 years old he's 35 years old yeah
0: so i'm i'm thinking i'm thinking probably two i mean you know obviously we see brady playing at 43 and Breeze was playing not at a high level but he was playing through 41. That's not-
1: Matt Ryan's not Brady and Breeze, I don't think. Uh yeah, so Matt Ryan is
0: 35 now. We don't see quarterbacks play until they're 40 years old regularly. Yeah, we've had two of them this year, but that's not a regular thing. And, and- Matt Ryan is Tom Brady but- Yeah, obviously. So, I'm thinking two more years for Matt Ryan, best case scenario, two more good years at least. And Maybe it works out for Arthur Smith and Matt Ryan this year, and then probably they run it back for another year. But, again, if you're the Falcons, you're not looking to be back in the top five again. No. I mean, maybe maybe they will be,
1: but obviously you don't want to be. This hire was a failure in the top five because we could say as much as we want about Arthur Smith. I think this might be one of those teams – out of the teams that hired coaches, they probably have some of the best upside for the 2021 season.
0: Yes, yeah, so – I mean, again, you're not gonna. Hopefully, you're not gonna be in the top five again. So, definitely, might as well get that next guy while you have the chance. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think they should drop the
0: quarterback. And I think, and I think that's what they'll do. I think. Just, I mean, again, unless we, there's a surprise and and the Jets end up taking him, I think Justin Fields to the Falcons is like not a guarantee, but like if
1: he's there, you can't
0: like. Who I'm, who, who, I like. Who mean, else yeah. do they pick? Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, obviously they have a ton of problems on defense and there's definitely some holes on the roster that they could fill defensively. But I mean, a field is there. You got to think they're going to take fields, but I will, like I just said, I'm going to grade this as a D for now, just because based on his press conference, I don't really like the guy. I could be very wrong on that. We'll find it, out.
1: Cause I just, I don't know. What do I know? What do we know?
0: So that'll probably wrap up the coaching carousel we can uh, move into what's actually currently happening on the gridiron two big games on sunday
1: who well, the biggest two games we've seen so far this year the nfc and afc championship it's a it's a i love the uh championship sunday it's like oh it's yeah open. it's one of the it's
0: one of the best days. it's one of the best football days of the year i'm just mm, we have three football games left we have three football games left <sighs> I mean, we'll probably start talking about this on every show now, just the fact that we're sad that football's ending because we really do only have three football games left.
1: And no XFL to watch. I don't know if you were into the XFL. I was like, I was, I was, I was watching like every game. So I mean, I was watching it because it was football in
0: February. So of course I'm going to watch it, but I, I couldn't get like too into
1: it. No, I was like really, really, really into it.
0: I don't doubt it, but. Okay, we'll we'll go chronological. We'll start with in Central time the two o'clock game. If you're a normal person in Eastern time, then it's three o'clock game.
1: Hey, what if you, what if you're a normal person on the West Coast and it's a twelve o'clock game?
0: I don't know. I don't. I don't think I'd like that ten a.m. NFL game. But anyway, so Packers Bucks is the first one. The line right now is Packers minus three and a half, which I think is right about right.
1: And that's probably what I'm gonna take. You have um, it's before we get into either of these games we have four damn good football teams
0: oh yeah i think there's are definitely four teams all equally deserving of of a super bowl not 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 that they're all as good as each other but they're definitely four they're the four best teams in the league this year for sure yep. so
1: because yep. you could say what you want about the bucks and figuring out their kinks but they're bucks are one of the four best teams in football I agree. uh absolutely um, and, and you look at the Bucs and the way they've played down the stretch, and it's like I don't know who that team's going to lose to. And you look at the Packers the way they've played all season; I don't think they're losing to anybody. Um, um, quick thing to note: uh, AB is out with a knee injury. And that
0: happened right before we started recording. It was announced that Antonio Brown is going to be out.
1: So, I mean, that hurts. Fewer sure weapons, but he's still got as many. He's fine. They didn't have I'd like
0: to see a vintage Gronk game in Lambeau, see Gronk turn That'd back the great. clock a
1: little bit. Um, I think Fournette's gonna play really well. Um, Mike Evans and Chris Goblin have I mean they had their hands full with this uh Green Bay secondary. It's it's just really hard to beat Green Bay right now. It's just like Aaron Rodgers just seems like it's a, it's his year of destiny unless things uh you know crumble in front of them but uh, i um i don't know if you saw this he was talking to jordy nelson a few years ago i think they were playing i don't forget who they were playing in the nfc championship i want to say it was the seahawks but i could be wrong um or no i actually think it was the falcons in 2016 that makes sense oh when they
0: when when the falcons went to the super bowl
1: yeah yeah the falcons
0: killed the packers in
1: the nfc And he was sitting on the bench, and he looks at Jordy Nelson, and he says, "Wait till they give us one of these games, these AFC, the NFC Championship games in Lambo.
0: Now yeah, he's, he's not at the fans,
1: it. like you did before, but you're still he's never your hosted. Football. He's never hosted an NFC Championship, right? Um, I don't think that's true because I think he hosted the the year they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, no, they didn't because they were the six seed. Because I was at the game, they beat the Eagles when they, we were the three seed, so they were the six seed. Um, yeah, I-
0: I don't think he actually has hosted an NFC champion.
1: Did he not host the, was that the divisional game that they played the Giants and the Giants? That was, Oh. That was either that, that might have, I think that was the divisional though, because I think the Giants play, beat the Niners to get to, to the championship.
0: Yeah, I think you're right about that. It oh. was 07. That, in 07, it was in Lambeau with, with Favre.
1: So yeah, so yeah, I don't think he's ever hosted an NFC Championship game, and I don't think he's going to squander his opportunity to. I mean, you you obviously can't discount Brady in in a championship game. You can't discount all the guys that they have on their offense. Again, they're young. They're year one. We've mentioned that before. This is their, their first year of having everything together. This is Lafleur's second year with this team, and they're not young. Um, i a lot. Of, everybody on that Bucks defense is really young as well. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to contain Devontae Adams, even as well as their uh, secondary played last week. I think he's he's going to have a field day.
0: Yeah, you got a little bit different of a quarterback going up against this week than last week. So, I mean, so we'll do something we – I don't think we've done on this show because we only have three games of football left. We'll give score predictions for both games, and then obviously next week we'll give a Super Bowl score prediction. But – uh man i mean as much as it pains me to say and look i will be more than happy if tom brady comes out on sunday and proves me dead wrong and i certainly will not put money against tom brady but i think this might be the end of the road for the 2020 bucks uh,
1: i i'm going to agree with you there if you're going to if i'm going to have a score prediction you kind of put me on the spot there yeah sorry i should have had you prepared for that <laughs> okay um 31 to 24
0: so you think it'll be about a touchdown game? Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, with both games, I can see it going any which number of ways. But I
1: do oh, think, the Packers- I think the Packers are going to win. By the way, I didn't specify that with that score prediction. The, the the Bucks are a damn good team. They could win easily and, you know.
0: I'll give uh, – well, the ideal prediction would be Bucks 84, Packers 3. Um, <laughs> think it's going to go that way so I'll say maybe a 28 to 20 something like that I'll Packers that.
1: yeah uh, I, don't,
0: I don't think it'll be particularly high scoring no I mean I guess you could I say right around, I think it'll be right around 50 total points I don't know what the line is on the over under but uh again I never ever ever bet over unders but if I were predicting one in this one I would Predict it's the
1: 51 under. and a half, so we're kind of close to it. Yeah, I
0: look at me, odds maker guy, I was pretty spot on with that line. Oh um, yeah,
1: Mr. Sharp. Uh, I, I i i think, uh, I think if you're gonna bet on that, which I wouldn't, I would probably take the under. But like, again, you have these two amazing quarterbacks. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna bet the under
0: and Tom Brady Aaron because it could turn into a shootout. I don't know predictions out here, so. Yeah, I think we're both in agreement that we both think the Packers
1: are going to win. This is going to be an awesome game, regardless. And
0: yeah, I don't. I, I I would be really disappointed if it turned into again, unless unless it was the Bucks doing the blowing out. I'd be pretty disappointed if this one turned into a blowout. But um,
1: I, I, I think that's something what we should mention, it's supposed to be snowy. In Land- is it?
0: Is it? That is. Uh, you know, that uh, really could work to the. Uh, to the Packers' favor, because you know Tom Brady, California kid playing in Florida, he's never played in the cold. We never ever. He so. can't
1: play in the cold. Yeah, of course <laughs> not. Um, so <laughs> this is an interesting one. I think everybody's kind of on the Packers to win this, but
0: yeah, like, no, I, I haven't really heard many people that that tell me they think the Bucks are going to win. The Packers are just really good, man.
1: They're really, 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 really good. And I mean, I don't know what. I- you know, what, we we should mention um, the the Bucks. The Bucks gave the Packers a good old ass whipping um, earlier on in the season. I
0: was about to bring that up, and that's another reason why I think the Packers are going to win. Uh, because it was the same reason I predict I was so confident on the Bucks beating the Saints last week. Obviously, they're not a divisional opponent. They haven't played twice, but the fact that that was pro- not even probably definitely the packers worst performance of the season and now you're getting another look at that team at home. I believe they went uh, up 10
1: to nothing in that game too.
0: Uh I don't remember exactly. I think you might be right though. Yeah, Rodgers threw a pick six which was like he's thrown like three or four pick sixes in his entire career. So and Brady didn't even play particularly well in that game against the against the Packers defense. Packers have a have a tough defense and don't know antonio brown being out really hurts i think
1: yeah because i mean you got king and alexander but and then it's kind of hard to cover everyone but now that you have
0: it's less you can attack them with
1: yeah uh not much more you can say other than this is going to be a great game i think the consensus is on the packers but you cannot discount the bucks
0: okay i'll say this uh We'll, get, we'll, we'll do a little, maybe a keys to the game or something like that. I'll say this, for the Bucks to win, if the Bucks are going to win, Ronald Jones is going to need to have quite a game. Ronald Jones or, or Leonard or, Jeanette, or, who or both. I mean, I, I think I, probably a combination of both you'll see on Sunday. Uh, they're going to need to get going on the ground game because that, that Packers secondary is absolutely nasty with Desmond King, under, Alexander, under. even like an Adrian Amos. Yeah, They're a really tough secondary to throw against, so – you know maybe they can open things up with the play action a little bit if you can get the get the run established early on but for the bucks to kind of stay in this game and keep it close they're going to need to run the ball early and often and they're going to need to, yeah. run the yeah,
1: to establish the run because that's kind of the only hole within the whole Packers team is their uh run defense and like let's... yeah if the
0: Packers can stop the run they're going to win this game
1: 100%. yeah I mean uh Cam Akers was kind of the only really bright spot out of the Rams offense last week um so they they're, they're going to have to stop uh
0: yeah, and it was weird too they were having success like out of the wildcat which we haven't seen work in what which,
1: which proves even more that you need to get creative and i think the bucks offense is like leaps and bounds above the rams what they were doing you could
0: with. just give brady the title of offensive coordinator this week and let him call everything
1: yeah, this is a tough game for them. But again, if anybody's going to take on this type of game, it's Brady and the other guys that they have on And that. Like
0: I said, I think the X factor for the Bucks will be the run game and likewise for the Packers, I think
1: being able to stop the run will make I could agree with that. I think that's kind of your uh what you're dealing with. Just
0: stopping the run for the Packers and being able to run the ball for for the Bucks is what's going to make make the, it's good, what's going to decide who wins the game. Yeah. Uh, and you got any final thoughts on this Bucks game before we move on to the AFC? Uh, not nothing really. I'm just really excited for it. That's <laughs> really about it. I'm, I mean, I, I get to watch Tom Brady in a conference championship on Sunday. So I think I, lose what, uh, no matter what form, I can't really complain too much about that.
1: Funniest thing about um before we move on, I don't know if you saw the video of Gronk saying we're going to the AFC championship, and, <laughs> and uh, I forgot who it was was next to uh, Devin White was like Nah, man, we're in the NFC. He's like Oh, yeah, that.
0: It's- Makes them getting used to. Uh, by the way, the, we were talking about NFL news earlier. Uh, I th- think it came out this week that Gronk said he's coming back next year. Which isn't really. Uh, which crazy. I don't know what his contract situation I thought he only had one year, so I maybe the Bucks got into another, another one-year deal. Maybe he has another year left, but Gronk back next year. So uh, we play the Bucks at home next year, so we get to see Brady and Gronk in a new uniform back in New England. So that's cool. Uh, but. Other than that, that's probably about all I got on the NFC Championship. Go Bucks! but I am going to predict the Packers.
1: Now, this one's a little different. This is way more up in the air. So we mentioned on our last show that we weren't sure if Mahomes is going to play. Still unsure. I think he's going to play. But I think we're both in the – where it was before, I think there was a miracle. I think they're kind of saying the right things, and I don't want to act like they're covering up an injury, but they're saying the right things and they're whatever, not to say, oh, it's a neck injury. He's limited in breath. He's playing.
0: He's absolutely playing. And you know, it's pretty cool. In the NFC you got the old guard and in the AFC you got the new guard. Yeah. So it's just a it's just a cool little storyline going into Sunday. So right now, I guess Vegas thinks the Chief that Mahomes is going to play too because the Chiefs are minus three. And if for some Strange reason it comes out tomorrow that Mahomes is not playing. I think that shifts to about a pick 'em from what I read uh, from Chiefs minus three, and with Mahomes playing, I've read it's going to shift about a point, a point or two uh, in the Chiefs' favor. So, like, I think by the time kickoff rolls around,
1: you're probably going to be looking at Chiefs like minus four and a half, maybe. Maybe, but I, I, I am. Um... I don't know if that should be the case. I think um, on the topic.
0: I, I do not think that should be the case. On
1: the topic of um, lines and whatnot, uh, this this needs to be said. The Chiefs have not won a game by a touchdown or covered a spread. Since In like nine weeks. Yeah. Week eight. Guess who that was
0: against? The Jets. Jets. I don't think the Chiefs are all that great this year. You know what? I'm just going to say it. Um, I'm going on the record. I'm pretty confident. I'm going on the record on this show. The Bills are winning on Sunday. I'm like really – I think I'm confident enough to say it. Mahomes or not? Mahomes my home, my or not, the Bills are winning on Sunday.
1: I have no Buffalo, idea.
0: The Buffalo Bills are going to the Super Bowl. I'm like pretty confident in saying it. I think it's what's happening.
1: I have no idea. Here's the I' thing. have no idea. this is this is this is a this is pro and the first game's a great matchup this is this is like I have no clue
0: here's the thing you said it Chiefs haven't covered a spread in nine weeks it's not like Buffalo has been great in the playoffs either I I just feel like Buffalo's got a trick up their sleeve in terms of one awesome 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 playoff performance
1: and <laughs> I they haven't had it yet they
0: have not i mean to to that same point to be fair the chiefs haven't had it either he's haven't had it but oh man i don't know man i really really like this buffalo team and I love buffalo team. i'm going to have to make multiple score predictions because one i'm not going to be shocked if this might be blasphemous to say and we could be looking at this on monday morning and i could end up on freezing cold takes you're the one said I'm not gonna be shocked if the Bills killed him. I'm just saying it. I, I'm not gonna be surprised at all if the Bills well, came out and then uh, beat them down.
1: If Chad if Chad Henney ends up uh dude, playing. this is all assuming
0: Mahomes is playing. If the if Chad, Chad Henney is playing
1: played, I'm gonna give you thirty-five to seventeen, maybe 35. If Chad,
0: if, if Chad Henney is playing, the game doesn't even need to be played. Buffalo's going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm saying all of this under the assumption that Patrick Mahomes is playing, because let's be honest, he's playing.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't think the Chiefs are that great. I don't think the Chiefs are that great either, but they are.
0: They are the Chiefs. They're they defending Super Bowl champions. And there's definitely, whether you want to admit it or not, there's definitely something to be said about having experience playing in these huge playoff games and being there before. And, yeah, maybe Josh Allen could turtle a little <laughs> bit. on, You know, if Josh <laughs> Allen
1: – This year, There's fans around.
0: Josh Allen doesn't, to me, seem like someone who's going to, like, crack under pressure and and just turtle and completely lose it in in the biggest moment in his career. I mean, if, but there is definitely something to be said about having that experience and being there before and knowing that, Hey, we've gotten this thing done literally a year ago. We know we're a championship team. So there's definitely, I mean, the, the chiefs are probably very confident in that sense. And that's definitely a factor experiences but at the same time, I just think the Bills are a better team.
1: I'm looking at um, some numbers. Um, Bills have a better defense. And that's not really a... Um,
0: oh yeah, that goes without saying.
1: That goes without saying. I think the offenses are pretty close. I think Brian Dable You,
0: you know, know, they were... The Bills were one of the best defenses in the league last year. And then they kind of got off to a rough start this year. They, they, they weren't terrible like a, like an Atlanta or a Dallas or a Seattle. But, you know, they got They got off to a rough start, and they've completely righted the ship defensively in the second half of the year, and they're playing as good a ball as any and, team. And
1: let, so so their last loss for the Hail Mary to Hopkins was uh, to the Chiefs, 26-17. Uh, 20,
0: I forgot uh, that they played this year. So that was what, like week eight, week six? It was week six. It was that like Monday night,
1: five o'clock.
0: Yeah, yeah. and that was, again, that was when... I think Buffalo's a lot better of a team now than they well, were then. Say,
1: if you and take away, think, if you yeah. take away that Hail Mary loss, which like uh, you got Kyler Murray who's got a can, and then you got DeAndre Hopkins who's gonna catch the ball over anyone. Um, they've won one, two, three, would have been four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve straight. The Bills
0: They're are hot. the Bills are really really good. Yeah,
1: the Bills are really really good.
0: So I mean. I don't know. I think the Bills, since since they played the Chiefs, I, what was it, week five, week six, something like that. I think the Bills are a lot better of a team than they were then. And I'm not going to sit here and say Kansas City is a lot worse of a team, but they haven't like gotten better around, or, around.
1: Try to get cute on offense, doing doing all this.
0: Championship stuff. teams share a characteristic in that they get better as the season goes on, and they're playing their best football in December, in January, in February, if you're lucky enough to get there. And right now, the Bills improve exponentially as the season has gone on. They really came into their own in the second half of the season. They haven't lost a game in forever. And again, you said the last time they lost was literally the DeAndre Hopkins Hail Mary.
1: And before that, it was to the Chiefs on a Monday.
0: I mean, I don't know. The Bills just seem like a team to me that is playing their best ball at the right time. They're a team that's gotten way better as the season's gone on. And the Chiefs have just kind of been flat this whole second half of the season. They haven't really done anything impressive.
1: Now, don't you think that there is definitely a shot that the that uh you know the Chiefs kind of like we said, yes. the Eagles.
0: yes, 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 absolutely. Uh, like, I like I have to turn up their
1: sleeve, so do the Chiefs. Yes. So
0: absolutely, absolutely. And like, you know, I'm out here very confident saying that Buffalo's gonna win. I'm going to be equally not as shocked if Kansas city came out and killed them. Yes. This is like, personally, I think the bills are going to win, but you know, this is kind of a pick them. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be surprised with anything that happens in this one.
1: I don't know. I'm not going to be surprised at anything that happens on Sunday. I'm just going to kind of sit back and let it happen and enjoy it. Hopefully. Um, I listening to you talk, thinking about myself, whatever of what I've thought about this game. I'm not going to double down on it. Like you have, but, uh, yeah, I think the Bills are going to win. Now, I the bills are gonna win. I,
0: I, I've been, I've been pretty clear on this show that I do not bet on sports a lot at all. I do not bet on sports a lot at no, all.
1: Yeah, I, I
0: and Andrew, Andrew, Andrew can't really say the same. I bet on sports if I'm feeling supremely confident about something. That's I why I bet on Tom. Brady.
1: It's not good. <laughs> yeah.
0: that's why I bet on Tom Brady to beat the Saints last week. I ended up being right, and I think I'm throwing money on the Bills on Sunday. I, assuming, I mean, it's not. It's not even worth it if Chad Henney is playing. It's not. It's not worth those odds. But Bills money line with Mahomes playing now, just, plus one fifty, 150. 150, give or take. Give me that all day, and I will take that and gladly run with it. Because again, uh, I think the Bills are winning this game, and I think the Bills are going to the Super Bowl.
1: I think Bills plus three is a safe. Is a really, really, really
0: take. I would take Bills plus 3 any day of the week but
1: because I'm taking the points. If I was going to give a score prediction, I'm saying it in the Bills favor. I'm going to say 28 to 27. But um could go the other way and you cover. So,
0: you want a score prediction?
1: This is going to be outrageous, isn't it?
0: Buffalo wins 42 to 10. What? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'll go I mean I that's probably not going to happen, but I'll 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 leave it on what record. Do you actually think is going to happen that? No. No. <laughs> if, if you told if you held a gun to my head and told me to predict the score correctly or I die, I would probably say give me give me Bills 27 to 20. Okay. I know I said 28 to 20 for the AFC champ. Right, I'll I'll give something else. I'll I'll say I'll say 34 to 27.
1: But you're not surprised if it turns into a Bills blowout is what you're saying.
0: No, no, not at all. Not at like, all. Like, like, like,
1: like, like your heart's telling you that my heart. You're I like, kind of, kind of, don't forget what the cheat. Okay.
0: My head says my head says they still got Patrick Mahomes on the other side of the field. So don't get crazy. But my heart is saying, I think the bills might kill them. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you heard it here first because I don't I don't think you're hearing you'll hear anyone else this week saying the Bills
1: are gonna kill the Chiefs. Not even in Bill's Mafia, although Bill's Mafia I've been up they're there.
0: probably. I can't I can't even imagine what it's like to be a Bills fan right now. Oh my
1: god. I know a couple of Bills fans. They're probably they're probably uh very nervous. Although again, uh, this is so random, but um been to a Bills game. Everybody um Bill's mafia is crazy, but they're like the nicest fans I've ever dealt with.
0: Yeah, it's not like it's not like Philly where they're crazy and mean.
1: They're crazy and like the rudest people you'll ever.
0: Well, well you know why that is, though, right?
1: They're all Canadian.
0: It's like a, it's like a couple miles from the Canadian border. No,
1: it's like oh hey, where are you? It's like hey, I'm I'm so it was Eagles Bills last season. We ended up winning that game. I come in and and you know I'm saying hi to people, whatever, meeting people, and it's like hey, like want to come have a beer? It's like well, yeah, but like why are you asking me, like? <laughs> Oh hey, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Saskatoon. I was like, oh, all right.
0: You're a little bit too uh, too wrapped up in that Philly mindset, I think. Yeah,
1: um, would not happen in the parking lot at uh, a. At, at,
0: at the link, yeah, I don't think so either. But yeah, staying on the game. I don't know, man.
1: I don't know. I think it's gonna be a great game. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a really good game. One and two. Even if it's not, it's gonna be a really good storyline. We have two two amazing storylines this Sunday. That I'm really excited for, and uh, uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what
0: though, if the Bills kill the Chiefs, you're gonna you're gonna hear me talking about it on our next show.
1: <laughs> I'll 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 give you the floor. I'll give you the floor because I, I I just to now, me we have so many young. Uh, I mean, Sean McDermott is is not, not young, and he's been around. He was an Eagles coach. Uh, Brian Dable. I mean, I don't really know much about his his history exactly, but there's a lot of Josh Allen's young. Um, the first rodeo. Uh, I I don't know if that's uh, pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Now,
0: rooting interest wise, money, is money aside. Rooting interest wise, you're 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 rolling with the Bucks, right?
1: If money's aside, yeah, but yeah. money m- money talks. <laughs> um, so so yes. Yeah, so I'm gonna pick him and kind of need the Packers to win. I, I think I think I actually said it. At when we did
0: a playoff preview, like like five weeks or like three weeks ago, I, the ideal scenario for me in the Super Bowl was Bills Bucks, so Brady could torture Buffalo one last time. So still, still possible. I you know I think. The I think up. I said the
1: ideal scenario was Bills Bucks too because I like the teams. But um, this is a real quick side note that I didn't know. So all those Super Bowls you won, you know who was on that staff? Brian Dable. Brian Dable, five times mm-hmm. Super Bowl champion. And you know I believe he coached at alabama too college football playoff um, national championship no nah, 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 national champion
0: for sure i don't know what what actually was his role title in New England for so long
1: defensive assistant wide receivers coach and then came back as the tight ends coach sounds yeah so
0: one of those probably started off as a quality control type guy and then blossomed into one of the best young minds in the game i can't believe he i can't believe it It seemed like he like wasn't even considered highly for any head coaching jobs which is shocking to
1: me i think um i i heard um again big colin coward fan i just love the way he presents his show he was saying um he was saying he thinks dable had the chargers job in mind once that went out he no interest in leaving buffalo
0: now is that so so really, so when they decided not to go with Dable in, the, he, like, in LA up. that's when he,
1: he like put came out, out something yeah someone like, at, like no, i
0: thought it was, I, I thought it was the type of situation maybe like which i always thought was the reason matt patricia didn't get a job for so long just the fact that he doesn't look like a head coach in the nfl yeah.
1: but you know
0: at the, at the same time he's neither does
1: rex ryan and he's gotten a couple jobs so yeah. uh,
0: i mean neither do a lot of guys but you know it is it is what it is but Anyway, um, yeah, I'm going Buffalo. I'm going Green Bay, and we'll, I'm, I'm we'll address that on Monday. But. Going
1: Green Bay, warily, if I had to choose, gun to my head, going Buffalo, but I could see – and at the same time, like I, I, I've said this, I said this before, I'm so happy no matter who wins any of these games. I want to see any of these Super Bowl matchups. I this Yeah, is-
0: no, you, there's not a bad Super Bowl matchup here, which is awesome. No, not at all. They'll all be great. But I do think I think Bills-Packers is what we're headed for, and I think the Packers are going to win. But we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I, I, uh, other than that, we'll probably be coming at you guys again. I said either Monday or Tuesday okay, with a complete yeah. conference championship recap, and then we'll go from what's there. going on
1: in this stuff? Which is like, oh my God!
0: You got so, any closing thoughts, Andrew?
1: I cannot wait to see what happens. <laughs> I got.
0: Gonna be a good day of football. It's it's our last Sunday with multiple games to watch, which is so incredibly sad. Like just.
1: And then after <sighs> February 7th you I are like, man. oh, when's Georgia's spring game? Like, oh
0: my! I and mean, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to some interesting topics in the off season on this because we're just gonna run out of things to talk about. But keep
1: our minds going. We can talk about more and think about more and whatnot.
0: Well, thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you early next week. Yeah.